You're listening to the Kilcullen Diary Podcasts. Stories in sound from a village grown bigger. Hello, I'm Brian Byrne on the 15th of August, 2020. On the afternoon of 15th of August, 1998, a man posed for a photograph with a child on his shoulders in the centre of Oma, County Tyrone. A few moments later, the maroon Vauxhall Cavalier beside the pair exploded, causing the deadliest single terrorist incident in the Northern Ireland Troubles. The man and the child miraculously survived the blast. The person taking the photograph did not, being one of 29 people who died in or as a result of the explosion. The camera was later found in the rubble, providing a horrifically poignant image of the event. Depending on reports, between 220 and over 300 people were also injured in the explosion, which targeted the town's courthouse, but was actually 300 yards away because the bombers couldn't find a closer parking space. There had been a telephoned warning some 40 minutes before, but the details proved to be inaccurate, and police were inadvertently evacuating people in the direction of the blast area when it went off. It was a bright, pleasant afternoon in the busy county town. It was also the last hours of life for 11 Protestants, 18 Catholics, for 17 girls and women including one pregnant with twins. Teenagers and young children were also among the victims. Two Spanish tourists died in the outrage, as did others from the Republic on a day trip to Oma. The man and the child and the photographer in the pre-blast picture were part of a family of Spanish tourists. Twenty-one people died instantly, eight more did on their way to hospital. Amid scenes of nothing less than carnage, water from burst mains ran red with blood through the streets. Tyrone County Hospital was quickly overwhelmed. A leisure centre became a casualty field centre, a nearby British Army barracks, a morgue. The 500 pounds of explosive had turned the car into shrapnel and the injuries were horrific. Limb amputations, ruptured organs, burns. The bomb was set by the so-called Real IRA, a splinter group of the Provisional IRA. The Real IRA opposed the then ceasefire and the Good Friday Agreement which had been signed only the previous April. They later said it had not been intended to injure civilians and issued an apology. The international condemnation was intense, so much so that it impacted very negatively on the dissident Republican campaign. The real IRA announced its own ceasefire, although it subsequently resumed its activities. Stronger anti-terrorism legislation was swiftly introduced on both sides of the border. Among the reactions, Church of Ireland Archbishop Robin Eames spoke of the torment of ordinary people. SDLP leader John Hume called the perpetrators undiluted fascists. Sinn Féin's Martin McGuinness said it was an appalling act, though his organisation initially refused to cooperate with the investigation, reportedly because the RUC was involved. Three years later, the North's police ombudsman said the Royal Ulster Constabulary Special Branch had failed to act on prior warnings and also criticised the RUC's subsequent investigation. 
Since the bombing, there have been allegations that information which could have prevented the tragedy was already known by intelligence agencies in Britain, Ireland and the United States, but was not passed on to the RUC. There are reports that Britain's GCHQ was monitoring conversations between the bombers as the car was being driven into town. Nobody has successfully been convicted of the bombing, although in a civil case taken by the victim's families, a £1.6 million award was made against four defendants found liable for the bombing. All of which was of little real comfort to the families of 29 people killed and the hundreds injured on this day 22 years ago. The most we can do is not let them be forgotten. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Kilcullen Diary. Thanks for listening.